Galnet News Digest, 21st of April 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, back to the drawing board. The Colonia Conveyor. The Quietest Galaxy. Back to the drawing board. The first pre-release test drive for fleet carriers has come to an end. The manufacturer, Brewer Corporation, has collected in the customer survey forms and is collating customer opinions to see what changes should be incorporated prior to the second test drive next month and the actual release in June. A number of changes have been requested by eager customers and Brewer has already identified a few changes for inclusion. Most importantly for explorers, Brewer is planning to include an optional universal cartographics module, which will not only allow explorers to sell data at Beagle Point or wherever else they can find a fleet carrier, but it will contribute to the upkeep of the fleet carrier, with 12.5% of the value of the exploration data going straight into the carrier's bank. Another 12.5% will be retained by universal cartographics as a transaction fee. The other changes will be primarily adjustments to the pricing schedule and some tweaks to the efficiency of the engines and the spin-up and cool-down sequences that should make it possible for carriers to cover up to 1,500 light-years per hour. Other customer suggestions, such as the ability to transfer tritium fuel from cargo into the fuel tanks remotely and without having to load it into a docked ship as an intermediate step, and the ability to store rare goods in the carrier, remain under consideration. The second test drive period will allow more commanders to take part, but the Brewer Corporation stresses that fleet carriers are not for everyone. If you don't have at least 7 billion credits in your bank account, you really ought to consider making friends with someone who likes mining better than you. The Colonia Conveyor Following an off-the-cuff remark on a Holovid show, a new method of getting quickly to Colonia is reported to be under development. More of a proof of concept than a practical idea, down-to-earth astronomy suggested that it might be possible to have 52 fleet carriers strung out in a line between Sol and Colonia, each one scheduled to jump to the position of the next in line a couple of minutes after the previous one has jumped in and arrived alongside. Any ships that got on the first fleet carrier in Sol would simply need to hop off the first one and onto the next, 52 times, and then they could travel the whole 26,000 light-years without having to make a single FSD jump. An E-rated Sidewinder without a fuel scoop could travel to Colonia in an afternoon. A certain amount of organisation and 52 wealthy benefactors would be needed to make this project fly. But with a little planning from someone like Alec, crazy driver, Turner, it might just work. The Quietest Galaxy
It is now 99 days since the most recent report on the Galactic News Service, Galnet. There are no mysteries remaining in the galaxy. Canon Interstellar has nothing to do. The Anti-Xeno Initiative takes occasional potshots at Thargoids to keep their hand in, but the Thargoids are no longer a threat. Tharg the Mighty is rumoured to be self-isolating. Operation Ida continues the long, slow, unrewarding process of repairing damaged stations. Following chaotic scenes of overcrowding at Beagle Point last year, the Distant Worlds 3 expedition remains no more than a theoretical possibility. Prime Minister Mahan is in the last year of his six-year term as Prime Minister, but there's been no campaigning for a successor. Zachary Hudson, who took over from Jasmina Halsey mid-term, has been Federal President for more than four years without being subjected to the customary mid-term vote of no confidence. The prismatic princess, Aisling Duval, has managed to avoid any form of indiscretion for nearly nine months. Arissa Lavinia Duval's position as Emperor is effectively uncontested. The galactic economy has remained remarkably stable. Pilots Federation members have been able to acquire vast hordes of credits due to the lemming-like compulsion of starports to buy vastly more supplies than they need. For Universal Cartographics to pay unfeasibly large sums for information about water worlds tucked away inaccessibly at the very far end of the galaxy, and, despite some recent changes, for mining to be a license to print unlimited credits. Piracy still doesn't pay, but then, with credits so easy to come by, who needs piracy? Despite the terrible events of the Scourge in October 3305, food supplies remain reliable. The galaxy is in a state of comfortable, complacent stasis. And yet, we know that soon there will be something new. The long-awaited fleet carriers from Brewer Corporation, the company that brought you the Coriolis Starport, the safer way to trade, are undergoing proving trials. They bring with them the promise of voyages to previously inaccessible star systems, the opportunity to transport vast quantities of commodities across the bubble in a single jump, to provide mining support and to be a forward base of operations. In about 60 days, only two-thirds the time there hasn't been Galnet, we'll find out for real. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>